Welcome to the Merge Boo Podcast. It seems today that all you see is Survivor on Paramount Plus and podcasts on your phone. But you better be ready. I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. We want to talk about Survivor. Yeah. Yes. Hello. It's Survivor Season 44, Episode 3. We just watched the episode, and we are together in person for the first time this season. It's been so long since I've seen you in person, Joel. I'm so happy. Yes. Hello. <laughs> we didn't. This is the first time we're greeting each other. We watched the whole episode together. Yeah, in silence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, uh, the big thing about this episode, Joel, is let me say, is that um, Claire Rafson went home and she played her shot in the dark and tried to be uh, Claire Safeson, and it didn't work. Yeah, she was not Claire's safe daughter. Mm-hmm. No. Um, uh, yeah, so yeah, the writing uh, was on the wall there that everyone was going to vote Claire. But uh, here's the thing. I you, The the receipts are there. I was liking Claire for whatever reason. I, th- I thought she had a lot of personality, a lot of potential to have some fun this season. But Kind of I, in the story of the um, entire season so far. For me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I I didn't quite see that with Helen, but I definitely saw it with Maddie. Yeah. But it's all the young women getting voted out early. Yep, young women uh, going left and right. Yeah, something's got to be done there. I think these six-person tribes, three-person tribes, it's it's uh, th- they go for the easy vote on that first vote out, and often they're trying to go challenges and... Not that young women have difficulty in challenges, but they're just like, hmm. I mean, you know, they're just going that direction. Well, Where, like that's the easy nowhere to hide vote. The w- and and I mean, Claire didn't even have a chance to 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 do any challenges. This well, week. she had a chance. She decided to sit out, and I I suspect that was strategy to sit out of every challenge. Yeah, yeah. because I there was nothing about her that seemed like she would be weak at challenges, unless there's something we don't know, like that she doesn't know how to swim or something like that. That's a possibility. Why she was? I don't, I don't want to speculate on that. No, but I I don't know. Like, if, is that why she's sitting out? Wasn't is the there... story that she was like practicing? Is challenges she hurt and stuff beforehand? Wasn't she also like one of the people practicing challenges? She's like really fit or something. Yeah, I mean she she seemed really fit to me, so I, I don't know. I, I I think that it had to unless there's something we just didn't hear. Maybe she came in with a minor injury or something. Um, fucking um. Uh... Danny kind of has a point where his thing lately has been uh, get the the suspicion off of him, get find put a target on somebody, right? Mm-hmm. And Danny's whole thing was has been like, I have the idol now. I feel like we got to know him a lot this episode. Mm-hmm. I have the idol now. I need to somehow get it off of me. And he, I think he successfully has made his tribe think that he's a dumbass. Well, um, exactly. And, and I mean, his his thing in the first episode was, uh, uh, I don't like that I'm getting along with everyone because we want I want someone to put all the blame on, right? Mm-hmm. Remember he was saying that? Yeah. Um, and this episode is like, I got to get it on somebody. I got to have somebody else find it. And luckily he was around that when he found mm-hmm. the key and then it blew it up for him. And we can discuss that, but... But when they get back, when when they're they're the six person tribe, it's like 
nobody else has gone home on the other. I mean, not a lot of people have gone home on the other tribes. It's like we have to vote out our first person on day six or seven or whatever. It's like, hmm, how about we go with the easy thing is how about the girl that's not participated in any challenges? It's just like they just put it on that. They put it on that. It's just like. And there's no other truth. People are just in their heads like, okay, yeah. And then, I mean, Franny obviously was like, well, she's my second closest ally other than Matt. So that's why she kind of fought for her. But um, it just, it just, it, they they found the easy thing to, to take and run with. And then it, that's what happened. Yeah. And it, it's, it's weird because it seemed like the small glimpses we got of this tribe from before that were seemingly that Claire was in charge anyways. Like, that's yeah. the perspective we heard the most from, actually. I mean, we didn't see much from that tribe. No, we didn't, but we saw that Claire was worried about the two of uh, Franny and uh, mm-hmm. Matt uh, being together. Like, it seemed like that's what it was hinting the dynamics were. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a concern. But it, it, I think that Danny is doing a great job of running this tribe from behind the scenes to the point where not only what you said about um, him passing the blame of the idol, creating a target and everything like that, but he also created another target in Josh where they think that he's such an idiot that Josh is the one calling all the shots and not talking to anybody else. Yeah, I mean, but I think another big thing is that Heidi didn't go for Josh because... She said that Danny was her closest ally, and then she she didn't want to vote with anyone except mm-hmm. for Danny, um, uh, which we can also discuss. But uh, it, it does seem like Danny's doing something right out there. They think he's dumb. I don't think he's dumb. I don't think he's dumb. No, and w- I mean, there's a there's some great Danny moments uh, in this mm-hmm. <laughs> episode as well. I think we should. Um, I can't. I I will say I can't. I can't help but like. From this perspective of like, ah, uh, there's another woman of color going home. It's another, uh, another a third woman in a row going home. I'm like, hmm. I was, kind of, I, I was, <laughs> I was on my couch, kind of rooting for fucking Danny to go home. <laughs> I was like, fuck, we kind of. I'm like uh, in a position here where I'm like, I, I just, <laughs> I don't want to see another young woman go vo- go get voted out here. You know. Well, the other option was Josh in this. Yeah, I know. Well, still, yeah, Josh too. I, but I, I kind of wanted to see the white guy go. Because <laughs> um, uh, it's just like, oh, damn, you know, like what are, what's going on in these past two seasons that this many women are going home early? Well, everyone um, in the other seasons was like, it's about time we have a female winner, and now they saw two, and they think, yeah, it's let's like, move on. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> we're good. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. good for a while. We're good for another forty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, no, but it, I, I mean, this one kind of made sense to me. It feels, it felt like Claire was up to something, not doing these challenges. Like it, it clearly felt like it had to have been something mm-hmm. to me. And they even said, uh, they had a small moment in the challenge, uh, this time where they were like, well, do you think you would be good at like the climbing part? And she was like, no. <laughs> mm. And it's like, Okay. And and they're right. There, there's camaraderie in uh, doing those challenges together. We see it all the time. I think that you really bond through I those. Just, I just, but I also just think it's an easy thing to say when you're trying to vote somebody out in a six-person tribe. You know, may, maybe she hasn't had the gotten the uh, worked hard enough on the relationships. Maybe she put it, should have put her 
her chips on someone else other than the showmance, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the, the sitting on a challenge just thing's just, uh, it just it doesn't feel like modern survivor. Well, no, I I think it goes deeper than that though. Like, yeah, no, I think it goes deeper. Because if you're all that's what I mean it in there, deeper. sweating, covered in sand, and looking at each other like, damn, we just lost this, but we really worked together, uh, yeah. you know. And then one person's like just sitting there chilling. They're not a part of that moment, and you become friends with people through moments. Through moments, um. I guess, but you have more time on the island. But it, it, it's the same as like if you are doing a, a like a stand up show with someone, and uh-huh. you can you both like bomb that show. You're the only ones that bomb it. Then you can really relate to each other in that. Yeah, no. or if you're the only two that do well. No, I think it's different than that. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think you get more, you get to know people more talking to them. Yeah, but that—that's what starts the conversation. That's what. And by the way, I also, also I don't bomb. So. Oh right, sorry, uh, sorry. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Um, uh, no, I yeah, I, I don't, I don't feel a bond with people I've bombed with. <laughs> I think that's how we got uh, close. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> just chunking it every night. Um, um, <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry to just shut down your analogy. <laughs> no, I I th- I think it's true though. I mean, maybe it's the same as like working, like when you're uh, doing stuff like uh, serving or working any kind of like job like that too. When you're just really taking it all day and getting shit on together. Yeah, but they have all this other. They also live together. Yeah, I know, but they, I don't even know what we're discussing right now anymore. It just you, you, I, I get, it. I get it. They. They they they're they're bonded through the challenge, but I I don't think it's I think there's more strategy to the game than that. Yeah, but that's just one I, thing that Danny said. I'm just saying that this is different. The only thing I want to acknowledge is that it's different than someone just doing bad in a challenge. Is someone not participating whatsoever? Because old Maybe school it's because is like this people weren't the worst. Do, like yeah, people weren't doing bad in the challenges, so they were like, okay, let's go for the person that's been sitting out. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you're, but the real reason behind it, if you're Danny, you don't want to vote out Matt because then he has to use that fake idol and then it's pointed out that it's a fake idol and your whole plan's blown up in like the day after you did it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. There's going for Matt. I, I just think that there's more going on to this vote than we saw. Like I, honest, what? I think that they've been talking about Claire for longer than we may have seen. Well, that's Just what Claire that was, was speculating. Claire was saying, speculating. I'd like to. I I'm looking forward to hearing Claire's exit press. Well, it's interesting because we did get a uh, <laughs> a thing with Josh that showed kind of like him being a bit clueless. Where like everyone's like, man, this guy's been. Pr- plotting to take out claire all this time and his confessional is like i'm going uh, with the numbers i'm going with the numbers i'd rather matt but okay (laughs) (laughs) and and his perspective is targeting the same person claire wanted to target for the same reason his i mean i think his uh his i I mean we haven't heard much from him and i'm I'm just in my head i'm thinking i think that was his strategy preseason, right we didn't see that in the confessional or something yeah like his his strategy was to not play strategic until the merge. Yeah, not to um, rustle feathers. Not uh, to rock the boat. 
Yeah, which almost blew up in his face a little bit in this one. But yeah, because it seemed like he just wasn't talking strategy with anyone other than Danny. I mean, he, he might have come in there with a similar strategy to Claire, too. Like, Claire might have thought, hey, if I don't participate in any challenges, then they can never vote me out for being the weakest in a challenge. Yeah, so it's 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 not, not participating physically and not participating uh, strategically that's uh, combating each other. <laughs> it's, it's honestly shitty to see the, the two uh, black players being the two people wanting to be voted for, you know? It's kind of shitty, no? Hey, I'm just rolling with the punches. I don't, I don't know. I'm just that's just like, uh, yeah. Oh, Merge Boots gone woke now. Bunch of people taking out their fucking headphones. But it's just like, I don't know. <laughs> it's just shitty to see, especially after fucking like Trump's America personified winning last season. <laughs> it's just, um, it's a new era of Survivor. Yeah, I guess. Um, okay, all right. Let's let's do what we always do and go tribe by tribe. We've talked about the green tribe quite a bit yeah we'll go back to them towards the end here um let's uh start with um carolyn yeah we'll talk about the purple tribe uh we didn't see much from them we got some fun content some fun content uh, some sarah con i think i feel like it was sarah seeing her perspective for her talking about how she was on the bottom and Likely going home if they go to tribal because the the chaos trio was uh, in, had the numbers there and um, uh, she's talking about how Carson is this um, cute nerd who uh, is more powerful than people than he's letting on because mm-hmm. he's he's found a way <laughs> this cute nerd twenty year old guy has found a a way to be on the 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 the, the captain of an alliance by flying <laughs> to. Uh, to uh, the Chaos Twins, um, Jam Jam and Carolyn. Yeah. And uh, Sarah's main thing is that she's she knows she's at the bottom. There's nothing she can do about it right now. She's asking for a miracle to happen. Is this teasing? This is Sarah or sw- Carolyn? Sarah. Uh, Sarah. Yes. Uh, is, she, is this teasing a swap? I think it was teasing them winning the challenge. The next, but she was saying in the next three, I'm out. Like guaranteed, the next three challenges, I'm out. I need a miracle. Mm. Well, we'll see. You know, the, the, a lot can change in one episode. Yeah, it it could. And I mean, I don't think that Carson uh, really wants to be there with just Jam Jam and uh, Carolyn either. Like, I think that he's the odd man out there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I feel like he has a better shot um, with just Sarah and one of the others. Mm-hmm. But who would flip? I, I guess Jam Jam would probably be the one to flip on Carolyn. Would be more likely. I don't know. Maybe Carolyn would flip on Jam Jam as well. But I don't know. I don't know. Well, it, do, it does seem to me that 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 the easy vote would be Sarah. Jam Jam is in danger right now because of his snoring. Yes. I that was a funny conversation. I saw that on the Instagram yesterday or the day or today, though I did watch that already. Um, uh, uh, Carolyn bringing up uh, Jam Jam snoring in a funny way that she's like joking with him, but also like being like, "It pisses me off so much <laughs> that you do this," and sort of like a roommate 
kind of way, you know? Yeah. Like, not rocking the boat too much. They're all laughing about it, but she's like, oh, when you come up and you're smiling, it makes me so mad. <laughs> but then he says, I'm not, I'm, I don't want to be voted out for this. And she goes, I'm not going to vote you. I really like that moment when she goes, I'm not going to, like, come on, what the hell are you talking I'm not going to vote you out for that. It just pisses me off. <laughs> and then we see uh, Jam Jam uh, doing, a, like, a Baywatch thing. Yeah. Yeah, so they're just having a lot of fun on there, laughing. Sarah's the only one that wasn't laughing as hard. Well, she was still laughing. She, was, she She's the one that but, said it. I like this Kumbaya tribe. Yeah, but she's not laughing as much as everybody else, she said, because she knows she's yes. fucked. She's fucked. What That's was what Carson uh, uh, was talking about how he chose chaos? Yeah. He went with his chaotic side. Yeah. Which, which I think we discussed enough last week was is probably the right puts him in the right tr- point i don't think carolyn or, y- or jam jam are going to turn on him if no. sarah come to them no i don't think so either i, I think sarah's way if they go to a four the uh, the tri- uh, tribal council the four of them uh sarah's way in is going to carson and mm-hmm. saying what you said yeah Basically, you don't want to be with those three. Yeah, and, and with it, those two. I mean. I mean, maybe, maybe if we're reading the edit, that Carolyn saying I'm not going to vote you out because of that, the snoring is mm-hmm. teasing that she votes him out for a different reason. Mm-hmm. So it could be the miracle that Sarah's asking for. Mm-hmm. If I, think, I think Sarah. I mean, that that anyone on that tribe, you're just praying that they get a fucking swap. If we just uh, put a tinfoil hat on and really. Really read this edit. Yeah, well, they're right. Whoever said that that it they are the weak tribe, I think it was Sarah. They're right. Like looking at them, <laughs> I don't know. It the only way they do it is if it comes down to a, a difficult puzzle at the end, which like it came down to today. Yeah, they destroyed it. They're the best. Well, they did it because they copied. Um, whoever did it on the other side, but they knew that they Jamie. were. Because they lost uh, their strongest player, like they said last episode, due to injury. Yeah. Uh, Not to laugh at Bruce, Bruce. but to laugh at their situation of then just being a weak tribe after, I guess. And that Bruce was their strongest guy. (laughs) The oldest guy on the island. (laughs) Pretty wild. Um, And, and, I mean, in our preseason, you can see us break down the tribe where I think we stated that they were at a clear disadvantage compared to the other Mm -hmm. tribes and that was with bruce yeah that was with bruce um but yeah so i think then we can move on to um was it the green what's matthew males no they're orange they're orange so we we get introduced to that tribe kane singing o canada (laughs) which uh for new listeners of the podcast Cody and I know that song well. Yeah. And I'm not blaming Kane because I think it was the edit, but I th- that was a butchered version of that song. Not that I love that song. I don't give a shit. You did stand up and take your hat off I when you started my, singing I put it. my hat over my heart. I put my skates on. Um, but uh, no, I mean, it was butchered. It was all over the place. I think it was the edit was... Cutting and trying to make it quick and stuff. Or Kane really is very bad at the 
Canada's national anthem. And I think it, I, I'm 80% sure it was the edit. They probably sing songs all the time on the show, and this is one of the only ones they only could ever show. Only royalty one. Only royalty free one. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah nobody's singing uh, fucking uh, Frere Jacques. <laughs> I've been working on the rail. <laughs> um, a fun tidbit I heard from Jonathan Penner once is, you know, in Survivor Season 25... When the girl has a really bad stomach ache, mm-hmm. she gets taken out of the game. Uh, Penner was really mad at all the cameramen putting cameras in her face, and she was getting really uncomfortable by it. He said, "So Penner was saying, guys, or let me let me get my Penner ace, guys. If you don't get out of her damn face, I'm gonna start singing Beatles songs, and you're not gonna be able to use any of this footage." <laughs> that was pretty close to your Trump. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be pretty close to my Danny, too. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Hey. I hit a fake idol for, for Matt. Joel's doing the De Niro face, which we saw in Final Tribal. <laughs> but we have to talk more about this. Um, Kane, doing, after the singing, he's playing with a sword. We find that he likes D&D. Yes. Um, he likes role-playing. Mm-hmm. That was his emotional backstory, is that he's a fantasy nerd. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, it, playing with a sword so badly that it damages it. And, and, and Jeff is like, who's been playing with this? <laughs> Why can't I get it back in the shield? And Kane's like, yeah, sorry. I've been they, knocking around, shoving it up my ass. They had to show all of that footage because Jeff called that out. And he then he had to knight Kane. He yeah. was forced... <laughs> That's I think Kane is Kane is is a is a loser. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, Joel. <laughs> I man, hey, I, I never I never doubted you. It was the other guys that doubted you. Um, <laughs> but I I think that uh, Kane must be after forcing Jeff to knight him and ruining his prop sword. Must be Jeff's least favorite player of all time. Jeff seems to like him. <laughs> Jeff didn't like Claire. Um. <laughs> Well, Jeff was just showing us what's going to happen. Yeah, it almost seems so on the nose. Did like was it a sell, was it a a, a, a filled, fulfilled prophecy from Jeff? Keep kept pointing it out. Jeff maybe, was trying to get her out. Yeah, maybe they didn't like give a shit. Yeah, it's like in uh, in in Survivor Pearl Islands when Jeff almost convinces Lil to vote out Johnny Fairplay because she he doesn't like him. <laughs> um okay so we're b- we're sorry we're back at the orange trap and then we get a pat we can see the like that we don't get any like pictures of Kane with braces on holding a fucking Gandalf doll or some shit or like at it like his ass crack at a fucking magic the gathering <laughs> tournament or some shit but we do get this like montage of all the things that Brandon is good at <laughs> just juxtaposed <laughs> with like Kane being like I'm a I'm into fantasy and I'm a D and D guy and he show him like sloppily fooling around with his fucking sword and then Brandon being like, hey, I'm good at, at everything. <laughs> I played professional sports, but also I can play multiple instruments. And he's doing like a lot of rich guy stuff too, right? Like he's on that fucking um, hover pack or whatever yeah. in the in yeah. the water. He's snowboarding. 
Yeah, he's doing it all. Got like a a baby grand piano. Yeah, you know what that made me do? It made me not want to cheer for Brandon. I was like, this guy doesn't need the money. But Kane is the one that said that he doesn't need the money, though. Well, well, I'm not cheering for Kane either. I've made that clear. (laughs) Kane said in his preseason stuff, I don't need the money. I want to win. It's like, shut the fuck up, Mike White. (laughs) Jeff Kent. Well, what about uh, what about this one for you, Joel? The most fucked up thing to happen on this tribe. All this worm eating. Yes. Jamie, the plant mom, decides that she's on Survivor, so she's going to eat a worm just randomly. And then she becomes addicted to it. Yeah, she convinces everyone to do it with her. Kane and Lauren are going along with it. Lauren, by the way... Very beautiful. <laughs> what? Do you disagree? <laughs> I was just thinking that today. Like, she's out there, like, fucking day six. So, like, no bathing, no eating, eating, all this stuff. I'm like, wow, she's looking good. She looks like she's all made up for the runway. Right. Okay. It's just insane. Her hair looks amazing. Her skin looks amazing. Do you disagree? Um, I don't know, Joel. I uh, she's eating worms. Yeah, she did eat the worm. She was worried that she didn't have any stomach acid to kill the worm. Well, I feel like on an empty stomach, acid reflux is still a thing. You you see me. I've been going through it today. I have a fucking Pepto-Bills ball next to me. Yeah, I was wor- wondering about that. You're chugging it back. Yeah, it's. I've been. I've had bad stomach issues lately. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, Joel. Maybe try a worm. Yeah, maybe. I've, but aren't worms... I've been always told, because I used to fish with my dad, that even as a joke, you don't eat a worm because they have disease. They carry diseases, like mosquitoes and shit. Well, yeah, I don't know. I like, uh, that's that's why you don't like try and uh, suck the blood. What's the thing? No, you don't like squeeze like a mosquito when a mosquito is is going at you. You don't squeeze it so it puts the blood back. You have to let it suck the blood because if it puts the blood back, it could leave a disease. I I don't think I've ever even thought about squeezing. Like, you son of a bitch, I'm squeezing that blood back into my hand. (laughs) Maybe this is just a fucking psycho thing that I thought as a kid. But my parents told me not to do that. And don't eat worms and don't try and get the blood back in you. Well, they probably didn't want you to eat worms. I guess I wanted to. I'm sure it's fine, though. There was a wrestler that always ate worms. What wrestler? The boogeyman. What the fuck? Is he, did he have a mask on? Was it Jamie? <laughs> it might have been. He had uh, face paint. Could have been Jamie. Could have been Jamie. Yeah, because Jamie had one and then was just all of a sudden so addicted to them that she was scouting around and accidentally f- stumbled on an idol while trying to dig. Was that worms. what she was doing? She was looking for worms? Yeah, did you not hear that? Oh, my God. Matthew... Um, Matthew was like, uh, they were walking together and then, uh, they were talking about how that looked like a nice pile of mud. There's probably a good worm in there. And she's like, oh yeah, there's probably good worms. And then she started digging and found the idol beside her. So speaking of the boogeyman, we haven't discussed how I went to wrestling last week. Right. 
Oh yeah. How how did you uh like it? Give me a headache. There's a kid behind me screaming Sami Zayn's name the whole time. I was like, he hadn't even come up yet. Oh yeah, that could be Jamie. I don't know. Got no, actually probably not Jamie. It's he's jacked. Could be could be Kane. <laughs> <laughs> um but so you didn't like the wrestling? No, I've liked it enough the past two times I went, but this time it was like I just I was not in the mood for it. I was I had a I got a headache right away. The fans were being annoying. Did you see the boogeyman there? The boogeyman wasn't there, but oh I don't like those worms coming out of his mouth. That looks disgusting. <laughs> Are those real worms? Yeah. They would move? Yeah. Oh, God. The Cody was just showing me a picture of the rest of the pro wrestling. And this was WWE? <coughs> yeah. Well, never came to Canada. Mid-2000s. Okay, well, yeah, I, I, I have seen wrestling three times live in the last year. Right. And each time I've liked it less. Why, well, Omos wasn't there, was he? No. That's why you liked it less. No. Yeah, well... That and I just found (coughs) I like when they're trying to be funny (laughs) instead of like trying to be like dramatic and shit. Right. And I thought Ric Flair's daughter was not selling the moves and everyone was going crazy. That's when when Ric Flair's daughter was there, everybody was like being like, this is awesome, blah, 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 blah. Is she popular? I guess so. I'm not a big fan of her. It's just like I was like. She's, like, not selling it at all. Yeah, I think she's kind of boring. Yeah. Personally. I mean, uh-oh, now we're losing more fans. I like uh, I like Kevin Owens. Okay. He yeah. was good. And who did I send you a picture of? Who was he fighting? Oh. He was good, too. But I thought the Sami Zayn fight, it was just like a, a lot of them lying on the ground and catching their breath. <laughs> You don't like and that like, part? I don't. I don't know. And, and everyone's cheering for Sami Zayn, as if he's this big hero. But he's getting his fucking ass kicked, <laughs> and he's not doing any moves until the end, where he rallies and finally does some moves, and people start cheering him. But it's like it's like nothing. Um, it looks like oh, L.A. Knight maybe. L.A. Knight. He was good too. He was funny. Yeah, yeah. I I saw him at a, like one of the smaller gyms before he signed with WWE. And he yeah, was really funny. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like he would be good for that kind of stuff. I did. I also just I felt like I th- I th- I think I would maybe like it better if it was like in a smaller venue and stuff, and like there was a bit more personality to it. I feel like this WWE is just like it's too big for you. It's too big for me. Well, we'll have to go to one of the smaller ones. Yeah, we I'd went, go when Johnny Mundo's there. Yeah, I'd go bring it back to Survivor. Yeah, sorry. All right, now 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 that we've. Uh, had that big digression. I'm going to say we take an ad break right now. All right. And we'll be right back. Okay. And we're back. And I guess we can go back to discussing the Orange Tribe. So when she's off looking for worms with Matthew, Matthew, and looking back, what we know, Matthew is uh, directing her to look towards a certain mud bath. Yeah, and she finds a little idol there, and she's excited to find the idol. And I, I, I was like, "Oh, she had it easy. She just found the idol." But then we see Matt saying, "Well, looks like Jamie found the idol, or did she?" And we get a flashback. 
to him finding idol. And I was like, oh, maybe he had to work for it. No, he didn't have to fucking work for it. He just found it. Did it <laughs> Did it not seem mean that he was doing it to this poor, innocent woman that's just trying to eat her worms? It's, <laughs> it's interesting, especially because he already is bonded with her. <laughs> yeah, that's the person that he the, seems pretty tight with. Like, she trusts him. Yeah. Maybe it's like to cement a bond? I have no clue. I just feel like if you want, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, fake idols seems like a lot of, always feels like a lot of to do for me. Kind of makes sense with the, uh, with the, the birdcage thing, you know, well, the it way puts that, people off the scent that way. The way that Danny, I think we got another, we've been getting a lot of juxtaposition of idol things, stuff. Idol, idol stuff. stuff. And this one with the two fake idols that we got back and forth, I thought the way that Danny did it. Made a lot more sense, right? Like, he's this big guy. He's now perceived as dumb. But he's smart. We've seen that he's smart. And he's really just downplaying himself as much as possible and doing this thing where he now creates a fake idol. The person that already has a target on his back now has it. And your threat level just gets smaller and smaller. Because of it. So the way that he did it made more sense. Now, the way that Matthew did it seemed more evil for some reason. Yeah. Just to go back to the Danny thing for a second. It did end up like Heidi ended up having a thing being like, now I'm not sure about going for Matt anymore. <laughs> yeah, that that I was worried about that backfire. That is like, OK, this is a clear vote. Everyone wants to take out Franny and, and Matt. Mm-hmm. And now everyone's scared of this idol, so they'll probably avoid it. It didn't backfire on Danny. <laughs> it didn't backfire on him, and I mean, it it sucked the most for Claire. Yeah, it sucked for Claire. It, yeah, it went on to Claire. Um, but uh, so well, yeah, let's discuss this Matt thing. So he found an idol, didn't have to do anything to get it. There's no mm-hmm. beware. Didn't have to lose a vote or anything, nope. and and he it didn't come with a fake idol. He just made a fake idol. Yeah, would you, <laughs> would you not? Well, I guess you probably don't look at those. Tor- well, no, it was everyone's torches, right? Everyone's torches. He cut one of the things off, probably his own. I would guess. Mm-hmm. Cut one of the beads off. Right. But I feel like them lined up like that. You'd be like, huh? The beads are off of one of these. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, maybe he went with Jamie because he knew Jamie wouldn't be the one looking around at stuff. Uh, maybe. I don't know. We I Honestly, because we only see fucking idol hunts and worm eating, I don't know the dynamics of this tribe other than right now, uh, like from last week, Brandon's mad at Kane, and now I know that Jamie and Maddie are bonded through being plant mommy and daddy, even though... <laughs> Matt seemingly doesn't give a shit about the, the, the plant thing. I'll be whatever she fucking wants me to be. I'll be plant daddy I, to her plant lady or mommy or whatever. I don't give a fuck. Like, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Who who else is on uh, that tribe? We're Lauren. All oh, right, Lauren. <laughs> what? I forgot. I, I, I And then you got so mad at me for forgetting I about your love, Lauren. mad. I, and you know what's the very beautiful. You know what's the best part of me forgetting about Lauren? She's on my 
fantasy team. So yeah. I'm clearly not, you know, what? just uh, making my opinion based off of fantasy. Yeah, good for you. Good for you. Sometimes you do the bare minimum of being a good <laughs> podcaster. <laughs> so um, that's basically all that went on in that tribe. We got to see uh, them do quite well in that challenge, too. Yeah, we got content from all five of them. Yeah. Yeah. We really did. I, 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 we didn't Matt, really Matt get that from the Matt was complaining about his shoulder in the challenge. Yeah, we see that his shoulder's bothering him more and more. He's been really pressing it, though. I mean, he's been told to keep it in the sling. Yeah. But he's been going hard. He had it in the sling in one of the se- when they were eating worms. Maybe that's why yeah. he didn't eat a worm. <laughs> Couldn't raise his arm up. Yeah, right. or because he was afraid the worm would get into his arm. <laughs> right. Get things tangled up in there. I would be concerned of turning into Earthworm Jim. Yeah, and then turning into the author of Earthworm Jim and becoming a hardcore conservative. Is that the case? I believe so, yes. I thought that was just Dilbert. It's Dilbert as well. Oh, yes. he did Earthworm Jim as well? No, I don't think so. <laughs> no, it's. Oh. Yeah, but it is also is. The oh, Earth. it's different. God. Yeah, that's. it also happens if you eat Dilbert, <laughs> which I have done. Yeah, I noticed that you came in a Dilbert today. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a Dilbert and also I'm conservative <laughs> um so which is why I, I i got i went woke on the first half of this podcast um uh but um i think that brings us to the challenge yeah it can bring us to the challenge well i mean i guess we can also talk about what happened at the green tribe before tribal council though right I so mean, b- before the challenge i mean uh, yeah, we can just like, focus on the green tribe from now on, I think. So, like, Danny. I thought he had already done this, put the fake idol in the bag. I thought so, too. Not. I was a little bit confused by that. He had not. His tribe members are looking at some breadfruit, which I thought looked like a fucking like mythical fucking... It didn't look like of this earth. It looked like something from, like, a Cronenberg movie or, like, fucking... Uh, Star Trek. <laughs> well, I, they were pretty excited about that breadfruit. Yeah, I mean, sure, that's that's food. And when we were seeing this tribe, we also we weren't. Oh, we didn't mention that Brandon was fishing. Oh yeah, Brandon and he has a scuba license. Right. But yeah, go on, go on. Um, when we got our first confessional from Josh uh, this episode, I, I he he had one in the first episode. Um, about his well, yeah he had a couple he had two I think in the first but then we didn't hear from him at all the last one uh, he's been the least represented person I think so far and of then the season of the season yeah Um, and when we got it would have been he had nothing had he gone home tonight <laughs> yeah and when we got him uh, this time around the first one he did, I was like, oh, man, he just seems bored, low energy, doesn't want to do this. He's basically just stating the bare minimum of what's happening. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, that's why we're not really getting him. And then he kind of, like, popped off a little bit more a little later. Um, but it was more like, uh, yeah, this is this and that and okay. Josh. Yeah. He's talking about Matt finding the idol. Yeah. So, so 
Let's talk about Danny's maneuver here. Because he lures, he first hides the key in a place that may be too complicated for all the people looking for it. Then starts telling people, you got to get into all these things. And then basically lures Matt to where he hid the key. And then goes up to Matt and Josh at the same time and says, so what'd you hide in your pocket? Both of them at the same time. Yep. So that jo- so that Matt in the moment lies, but then goes up to to each of them individually and says, yeah, I found it. And then tells uh, Franny about it. And then Danny tells Heidi about it. Yeah. And we didn't see anyone tell Claire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been an indication to us. Yeah. Um, I, I thought it was interesting telling, uh, saying in front of Josh, obviously Danny was like, well, worst case scenario, Josh is going to spread this. Mm-hmm. So I guaranteed have someone, hopefully Matthew really blows this up or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just, I just thought it was like a slight overplay by Danny to do it in front of Matt and Josh at the same time. I feel uh-huh. like you see distrust a bit more if you do it individually. I don't know. I don't. I think that he wanted to catch Matt clearly lying to them, which he did end up doing. Yeah, so it ended up working, I think, as planned. But uh, if I was Matt, I'd be like, "What the fuck, Danny?" <laughs> like, yeah. If we have a good relationship, why'd you do it in front of fucking Josh? You know, like. Yeah, I. But I think that Danny doesn't care about Matt. He knows that he was kind of bottom of the pack and the guy that everyone wanted out anyway. He's the guy without a vote. Yeah. And maybe Matt just sees that as Danny being dumb. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. So, and, or also he could have been like, hey, this was my try of getting this all boys alliance here. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know. But it's, uh, it was interesting. I think that uh, Danny, Danny put the key where he found it, though. Too. It, is it that where he found it? That's it where he found it. He found I it in remember, between those. Yeah. I remember that from last week? Yeah, oh, he, he found it in between the uh, the roots of the Well, that's why he well. found it and nobody else did. <laughs> yeah, that was... It's funny, it's, Danny has this sort of like... Uh, like, I can see why people think that he's the dumb guy because he has this... like, understanding of the game but also has this sort of like... <laughs> kind of like, whatever, like, fun attitude about him and... Also, the person he's targeting is like a ch- it's like a challenge thing. So people kind of see him as like, a, you know, like a dumb challenge guy, you know? Yeah, because his um, typical archetype isn't knowledgeable about Survivor. I don't I mean, like if I you're to look at the past, I, I mean, I'm not convinced that he's a mastermind. I think he's 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 played the idol situation well, at least better than Carolyn uh, and Brandon did. But he knows this. the show, and he's not old school. Yeah, but I do think production kind of is holding their hand a bit with the fake idol thing, and Caroline is uh, Carolyn is like just doesn't get the fake idol thing. Yeah, um, but you you see, Danny is doing things deliberately. I think that I'm not saying that Danny's the greatest player to walk. We're not giving anything. him that much credit. No. No, but I I think that he's doing a good job so far. He's having fun out there too. He his 
his amount of fun that he's having and uh, mischief as well as being a little lighthearted while doing it is m- reminding me more of a Tony. Yeah. Um. So far, anyway. And I think that right. with his confessionals, um, he <laughs> saying, like, come on, guys, this is Survivor. We've all watched the show. Check around. Look around. Mm-hmm. These people are terrible at looking right yeah. now. Like, he's he's offering a, a fun commentary towards what's going on. And it, well. I mean, also from last week, they were just all sure that when he was out uh, looking for firewood and when he was out. They were all sure he was looking for firewood and palm fronds and stuff when mm-hmm. he was looking for an idol. Yeah. Just they're they're allowing him to easily play a Tony-style game mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> without having to even hide it. And they just assume that he's dumb. It's kind of similar to what's going on with, uh, like, Carolyn, too, how they just don't assume much of her. Yeah. And I find that in these newer... In this new era of Survivor, there's more of that going on with younger players doing that, where they assume less of of people. It happened with Cassidy and Owen last season, mm-hmm. going and, into Final Tribal with Gabler. Yeah, and and, and I mean, it even as people assumed less of Gabler going up to there too. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, but th- I, I think that they assumed less of uh, Cassidy all the way to the end. No, no, Owen and Cassidy assumed less yeah. of Gabler. Yeah. Going into Final Tribal, they thought they could beat him. Um, like, going into Final Tribal, they each thought each other were the competition. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, That far into the game. It's interesting, but that seems to be a very common thread of what's going on, um, I've, I think, in these uh, this modern Survivor, is just really discrediting some people and... Really, I guess, thinking about the game so hard that you pigeonhole them into an archetype that's not necessarily true. I feel like Danny's playing a little harder than Gabler was at that point, though. At this point in this well, season, last season, Gabler was putting palm fronds on on uh, Ellie and Sammy while, he, while they were sleeping. But it's a different way. It's a different. Uh, it's a different kind of thing. Like it's still underestimating them in general and pigeonholing them as like, oh, he's putting palm fronds on them. He's just the crazy old guy or whatever. Yeah. And just like, that's his label. This is your label. And I think that that's um, a younger generation thing is, um, in general, is like, this is your label. That's what you are. That's what you are. Right. And I I think that that's come up in in the game. Mm. So that's my opinion. Um, so let's get to the challenge. It's mm-hmm. a variation on the ladder challenge, but an easier, like the one that Jonathan, they, f- Jonathan's tribe finished before everyone else did. And they had to like pause the thing and skip past the ladder part in season 42. Yeah. This time we got a cube. <laughs> Much easier. Yeah. You don't need, the whole tribe doesn't need to hold it up. No, they you just climb on roll it. it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but, um, and it's not on a day where it was like all wavy and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Did you think it was interesting? I mean, obviously he's proving to be one of the stronger competitors on his team, but like Matthew with the bad shoulder, they have him climb up there once. And then not only that, as soon as he's down, they have him climb up and get the other one immediately after too. Uh, They didn't roll it at all. 
Um, well, they rolled it, but then he went and did the other one as well. Well, I mean, now he knows how to get up there. He knows how to stand to do the thing. I don't know. I think that if you started rolling it, it'd be quicker for then, like, oh, like Brandon or something to climb up there, grab it, boom. But instead, they had the guy with the bad shoulder do both. Like, that just seemed weird to me. Did the other tribes? Uh, Carolyn did both on the other ones, too. Did she? Yeah. I noticed it with Matthew. Danny did both on the other ones, too. Huh? Maybe it's a signed person, I think. They don't have a bad shoulder. No, but (sighs) he's just doing it. You trying to get him hurt? Is Is that what you're thinking? I think they're trying to hurt him. So they can vote him out? No, they don't have to vote him out. If you hurt the people, you don't have to vote them out. That's the trick of the game. Think about it. I don't I don't know that I'm with you on this one. <laughs> I think they're trying to hurt people this season. Who? Production? Yeah. Why? Bruce? Matthew? I don't think they've hurt Bruce on purpose. No. Do you think they are? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> they're giving people poisonous worms to eat? Mm. Maybe. Yeah, maybe the reason they showed us that scene instead of showing us, like, fucking strategy or some shit because Jamie's going home next week because she ate a poisonous worm yeah, that had a disease in it. Mm -hmm. There's another thing where I was like, oh, no, my person's... I was worried about someone. Maybe I was worried about, like... (laughs) Or not Claire. Oh. I don't know. I was worried about someone. Josh? Yeah, maybe I was worried about Josh getting hurt at some point. There's something that he did. And then maybe Lauren could have got hurt or when she was talking about that stum- not having stomach acid. That could have been foreshadowing. So getting pulled out of the game. I think they're just... I think you have stomach acid all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that goes away. You do. But I don't know. That could get her sick. Um... a sip of Pepto-Bismol talking about stomach acid, self-fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> um, so, yes. So, after the, 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 they're, they're doing this colorful block challenge, which must, there must just be a trick once you figure it out. Just because, I don't know. There's like, oh, we got it, we got it. Okay, it's good. And maybe there's like a method, like the way fucking Rubik's Cube people mm do it like once you figure out oh you have to look at the corners or some shit yeah i mean i'm sure there is it's it's essentially like a built upward rubik's cube yeah um but screw it i wouldn't do that challenge i'd say that would be the one that i would be okay with i'd sit out puzzle wise i'd be confident that i could do that one i'd be like hey have me climb up and hit those keys up i wonder if there's like an internet challenge for something like that, oh, like uh, not like, like a TikTok challenge? No, like <laughs> like a game I could play on my phone, like a puzzle game. Oh, prepare me for something like that. I'm sure there is. I'm sure there's little uh, doodads and knickknacks you can get. I've been playing the same fucking Tetris slash Sudoku thing for like two years. <laughs> 
Why don't you move on to Flappy Bird there, buddy? I need something that's just like I can move in and out of. I don't have to worry about levels. It's the same thing every time. It's just like, just when my brain is fucking dead. Do you play games on your phone? Uh, yeah, remember you got mad at me the one season we were watching because I was playing a game on my phone. I was addicted to it or something. I don't remember this. I think it was season 41. I was like playing on my phone. I'd like a game. Well, we do have a podcast about this TV show, and you're playing <laughs> games on your phone? <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> Just using that as an example that I did have one. What was the game? I don't remember. But but you remember... Uh, I remember... <laughs> I just remember the feeling I got when you were upset with me. I wasn't... I, I mean, I, it hasn't lingered. <laughs> but I can see why I was calling you out on it. Um, okay. Yeah, they figured it out. And also... So the orange team figures it out first, so they get fruit and tools... And then Carson and Sarah look, not Carson, is it Carson and Yam Yam, Jam Jam, they run over. First Matt and Franny go and run over to look at the blocks. Obviously, if I was Kane and Jamie or whoever fixed it, I would be like, push it over and just be like, no, you can't see. Yeah. Even though it doesn't really matter. I'd be like, no, fuck off. But I don't know. Have we seen that level of cheating of like looking at another person's puzzle? No, we haven't seen. I don't think we've seen. We we I'm, do see typically like people like peek over. They're like, oh, what did they do? We saw you it know? in in the first episode of this season, the first challenge of this season. Oh well, and they're just a bunch of fucking cheaters this season. Yeah. Um. I <laughs> and remember last season, Noelle was ho- once she finished her puzzle she was helping the other team with their puzzle. yeah we haven't we've never seen it as blatant as <laughs> running over and studying the full puzzle yeah we've seen it where they like peek where the team beside like peeks over what the other team's doing when they have the words or whatever yeah we've seen that a, a, quite a few times but this like uh, jay got screwed over by people looking at his puzzle in season 33 but he had the option of covering his puzzle yeah and he didn't yeah and that was an individual challenge um but it seems psycho to like run over like i feel like i guess there's a bigger advantage for the middle tribe so the the uh, the tribe on the end should be allowed to run over it just seems like there should be uh, if if people are going to do that kane should just be, be allowed to knock over his tower <laughs> Well, it seemed like Jam Jam didn't want to do it at first, too, because Carson was the first to bring it up and said, go over there. And he's like, what? Yeah. And then as nobody as, wants to, Jeff to yell at them. As soon as Matt Blankenship did it, then they were like, you see? Yeah. I mean, I guess with that puzzle, there's not like actually legitimate pieces, it's not like the hanging fish puzzle or whatever. Yeah. Where it's like, like legitimately it's the same puzzle all around like i'm sure there are multiple ways to win that challenge and i'm sh- and you can't see you can't actually see which cubes are where because you can't I, like it's hard to memorize right yeah i, d- I don't even know how because that would help me i think it would throw me off looking over there i don't know well i guess if you knew like 
okay, this side is like this and that side is like that. So they need to be that colors at least. I don't know. The top and bottom are covered and they don't count. I feel like I was getting more confused. By them running over? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see what people think. Listeners, what do you think? Do you think they should be allowed to do that? I don't know. I think that people probably don't even give a shit. And they and they're I, sick of this challenge. My, I, I, you've been, you've seen you've been on some of those Facebook groups. They're opinionated about fucking everything. I'm sure this is the kind of thing that the Facebook people will be like. That wasn't allowed back in the day. Why did they let that happen? They shouldn't let that happen. That that sucks. I think in general, though, and I'm not that hard. I don't I don't care that much. But, but I think at the 56 minute mark of this podcast, people are suddenly like. Hey, we don't care about this challenge anymore. Talk about the tribal. <laughs> I don't know. I uh, but I, <laughs> I think that listeners. I mean, maybe the hardcore fucking people who played the game don't give a shit. Like if if fucking Eric or Kane are listening, mm-hmm. or 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 Omer or Marianne or Tom Laidlaw, yeah, listening, yeah, they're like. Get on with it. We get it. We're super fans. I'm Tom Laidlaw. I don't want to hear this shit. But, you know, people like to hear about the moral sort of uh, the the water cooler what ifs when they listen to a podcast. Yeah, Marvel what if. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I don't know. This is this is a thing that they can, like, discuss. This is a, a, point, a good point of discussion. Is it, is it, should it be allowed on Survivor? For other tribes to look at a completed puzzle for them to... Because Carson runs back after looking at that thing and then just solves it. So the green tribe loses the challenge. But it, And then <laughs> Franny and Matt aren't thrown under the bus at all for not getting the fucking puzzle, even though they're the ones that get there first. Yeah, well, it's inter- it, it seems like everyone kind of thinks the clear vote is Matt, but... Um... Right away it goes on Claire. It right away goes on Claire. Uh, and we get a little glimpse of that the clear vote was Matt just by what Josh said and what Claire said. Mm-hmm. Anyways, but... Um, What's interesting is that it, like Matt Matt is the decoy vote for a second. And then it, it, it like at Tribal Council, it's, like, it's between Claire and Josh. Yeah, and I think that it came down to Matt has this fake idol. So Danny decided we need to keep him. I think I think it's just like they were Matt was a decoy vote for Claire. And like as soon as they Claire found out that Matt wasn't on the block, it was like it was blown up. She goes to Heidi, Heidi goes to Danny and then it's just like it's not about Claire versus Matt anymore. It's about Claire trying to save her ass. Yeah, but do you not think that Danny had to have been the one behind this Claire vote? He was. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think I but I also think it was many heads, but yeah, I think Danny was, but what do you mean? What do you mean? Well, because Franny didn't want to do it. Yeah. Heidi um, was clear that was she was just following Danny. Danny. Yeah. Josh wanted to vote Matt. So Danny had to have initiated this completely. It like, did, did. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but th- that's not going against what I said. No. I, d- I just mean it's interesting to me that, that the, the decoy Matt vote goes away once everyone's on Claire. Yeah. Right? Where they tell Claire we're going to vote for Matt, and then but then Franny tells Claire 
that it's not about Matt anymore. Mm-hmm. There's no guise of like, hey, I still know it's it's Matt, right? No, it's like she's talking to Danny about getting Josh out. I, I think it just goes to um, just the point I was trying to make of like Danny's doing this because he wants to keep that fake idol at play. Danny's the one initiating this entire vote and he gave a, fi- a fake idol to Matt who everyone else has decided they want out. Mm-hmm. So He didn't say that though, did he? He didn't say it, but no. that logically that has to be what it is. Could be that. Could be that. I believe um, in it. Could also be that he has a better uh read on Matt or does hasn't strategized with Claire enough. Could be lots of reasons. I don't believe it. But that could be a reason. I did, um, I'm not saying that it's not. Hey, I'm just saying there could be lots of reasons. I've been pretty good all season about calling these, making these speculations. You have? Yeah, I've been pretty good about it. I got the Matthew one, what Matthew, Matthew Mayo, one? with Brandon. I got no, that you one. didn't. No, you were I saying didn't. that there was a nod at Tribal Council. There was! And he made it clear the next episode. Rewatch that. I've got it right every time. My speculation has been on point. So I think I'm not saying that you're wrong. Listen, here. I'm saying there's lots that could be in place here. And they what they gave us. And I don't think they're going to clarify this. What they gave us. Claire, what we're meant to yeah, clarify what we're meant to believe about this vote. Yeah. Claire went out because she was sitting out on the challengers. Which well, we, I think we Jeff both agree wanted. that there's more to that. Jeff wanted that for that reason. Um, Jeff was planting the seeds for this one since day one. Oh, uh, 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 before I forget, I sent you a text message of a of a tweet that I saw. Do you remember? Yeah. About the decoy idols. Right. Oh, that is different. It's different for each tribe. Which one's the fake? So, Carolyn did not mix it up next week. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, we did talk about that. Um, so, it's good that you clarified that. Yeah. Um, yes. So, Carolyn, we don't have to worry about her mixing them up. Mm-hmm. It was different for every tribe, I guess. And so, because last week she showed the medallion and said, this is my idol and this mm-hmm. is a fake. But, and we were like, uh-oh, she mixed it up. Uh, because the, the decor that Dandy found was the medallion. But uh, actually, it's switched. Well, we might be going into a merge where there's all kinds of fake idols going on. And picture and there's an, a whole extra fake idol that's not the fake idol that Brandon found. Picture this, too. I don't, th- I don't think that Carolyn's going to hide her fake, though. I don't think so, either. But two people already have two fakes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, uh, imagine this. People play their fake idols, and then Sarah's like, I'm playing at this tribal council. I'm going to inherit all of these. And they're fake. And then she just gets a bundle of fake idols. Wouldn't that be good? It would be funny. Yeah. That's what I. That's the kind of thing I sit here fantasizing about. I wonder, once, once it's uh, clear that there are fake, fake idols in the game, which, I mean, here's the thing about Matt finding the fake in the... The thing without another fake, right? Yeah. Uh, the entire Orange Tribe, because Brandon opened that 
in front of everyone. The entire mm-hmm. Orange Tribe knows that there's an idol and there's a fake idol in that bag. Yeah. All Matt needs to do is tell them I found it. And they're like, oh, okay, what'd you do with the fake idol? He goes, uh, 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 what, what fake idol? And then he knows his idol's fake. Right. But Matt could also, Matthew could also be like. Blankenship? Male. Found but his. But this with is the whole Orange Tribe. Because Brandon found, remember Brandon opened up his bag with everyone at the Orange Tribe? But it could be different for everybody. Yeah, but of well, that. Right? Different that they didn't have a fake idol in their bag? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> all Matt has to do is be like, it's probably, he's, I mean, then he, at that point, he's probably 30, 70 that it's fake. Right. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that I think, like, it could be different is just that, um, like it could be different just because Matthew Mayo found his without having to do the whole rigmarole. Cause so they could he be like, Oh, to. but Brandon already found it, it, found it in front of everyone. So everyone on the orange tribe knows the, yeah. the, the, the method that production gave you a fake idol with your idol. Right. To put in the bag. Yeah. But are they going to have that deep conversation with Matt Blankenship? If he it, like, say he becomes very close with Lauren. And then he says, I found this idol. And then Lauren, this is just a hypothetical. You're obsessed with Lauren. I don't know. I Okay. Anyone. Kane. Okay. Now you got Why my can't attention. he be Lauren? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, he has a new showman's of Lauren. <laughs> so him and Kane are discussing, and he says, oh, yeah, I found the idol in the birdcage uh, as like a, as like a, a bonding thing. Friggin' Kane can be like, oh, what do you do with the fake one? Yeah. Because I know about the fake one because Brandon opened up the birdcage in front of everyone. Matt goes, what, there's a fake one? He goes, yeah, it came with an idol and a fake idol. This is bigger speculation than anything I've ever brought oh, to But this could room. happen, man. Just like just like people um, uh, last season figured out that, enough people figured out that the way to get an idol was to collect beads. And then so they, they sussed out that Carla got beads from people, so they now they know that Carla has an idol. Mm-hmm. But they're not going to be able to decide who has the idol through this. Um, no, no, they can't decide who has the idol, but they can. But Matt Blankenship can realize that his idol's are fake. Yeah, but Matt... Bl- Jamie, J- Jamie is not as advantageous, but yeah. In that situation... Matt Blankenship, or they could all think that Matt Blankenship's lying too. I guess that he just is showing them a fake idol. But yeah. Wait, who was so? Oh, this though the Matthew Mayo Claire Rafson off to the side conversation mm-hmm. ended up that didn't foreshadow any kind of relationship between them because now no, Claire's gone. Not. Yeah, it didn't and 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 that's. The big reason, and just Claire just had like fun facial expressions and fun confessionals, but that that just promised some uh, some life to Claire's game that I wanted to see more of. <laughs> yeah, it it was an interesting move because it also threw Lauren Lauren under the bus, mm-hmm, fully, and that didn't pay off either. So mm-hmm. just an interesting thing. Yeah, it's too bad. I would have liked to see more Claire. Yeah. 
Um, but uh, uh, yeah, it just seemed like she was by the time she got to tribal council, I could see it on her face because going into tribal, I was like, oh, I think it might be Josh. The editors have convinced me it's Josh. But yeah. just seeing Claire's face sit down at tribal, I was like, yeah, it's Claire. I, I was shaking in my boots. And then as the conversation went on, I was like, OK, we're safe here. Yeah. Oh, why? Because who was safe? Josh. You were rooting for Josh. Yeah. Why? Um, I just like his confessionals. You, he's on your fantasy squad. <laughs> no. You were rooting for Josh because he was on his, your fantasy squad. Yeah. And the people at home just assumed that you wanted Claire out so badly. <laughs> but you just wanted Josh to stay so he could get you, still keep getting you no points because he's not getting any confessionals. <laughs> So that you could win a thing that we don't even have a prize for. Uh, there's a lot of pride in it. <laughs> When's the last time you won the fantasy? Not since you joined. Really? You've been a wrecking crew. I have won the past two, haven't I? Yeah, I won three in a row. Before I came Before on. you came on, and I think since you've been on, I haven't won. Right. So. I remember I won the first one I signed up for. 39. Yeah. And then... Other people won the other ones, and I won the past two. I won uh, David versus Goliath, and I won uh, with Julie Rosenberg. Then Edge of Extinction. Yeah, because I had Gavin and Julie. Mm. But regardless, it's not all about fantasy, Joel. Jesus, let's talk about the show. <laughs> you should say that. <laughs> I will say the next time ons are so cryptic in a way that's like, okay, cool. But it's just like... It's not only just not teasing us anything, but the things they're teasing us are just things we know are going to happen anyway. Well, it 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 said he's not going to see this coming, and it showed Josh sitting there. Yeah, but we, I, I, whose voice was that? I don't know. Hey, that's the thing. But it did tease that people still think that Josh is the biggest threat in the world or something. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, they showed a boat, so obviously someone's going to go to an island. Yeah. And something about Franny, like, teaching them mindfulness or some shit. Maybe Franny said he's not going to see this coming. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Those are weird. Those yeah. next time on are weird. They're just, like, quick cuts of, like, like just survivor talk. Well, nothing, nothing specific. Who who was your pop of the week, anyway? Um, I would say Danny. Danny was? Yeah, well, the thing that made Danny my pop of the week is I wasn't fully on board yet until the Robert De Niro face at Tribal Council. It was subtle. It wasn't. He wasn't doing a full pout, but he was. It wasn't like an upside down smile. It wasn't a frown. It wasn't. Like I don't a know De Niro if that frown. was. Subtle. It was a pout. It was a pout. It was like this. He was hearing what. He was hearing what Franny was saying and did a De Niro face to it and held it for a bit. New York, he's Tribeca, you know, eh? Yeah, it made me happy. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm coming. He's a firefighter. I'm, right? da- I'm on Danny's uh, team. Yeah, I like Danny. He's good. He's good. I was, I was rooting against him this week because I like, Cla- I liked Claire. I didn't want to mm-hmm. see Claire go home. I'll trade. Except you. you did. Yeah, I did. I'll trade you, Lauren Harp for Danny. What do you mean? In the fantasy, I have Danny. Yeah. Right. No. <laughs> but you love Lauren. I think she's beautiful. 
Oh, my God. And she ate a worm. I also thought Claire was very beautiful, too. <laughs> and I also have a crush on Sarah. I will say, hotties this season. There, I mean, we've been we've had a, like a drought of Survivor hotties, and I think a got, drought. I I have not had this many Survivor crushes in a season oh since Winners at War, <laughs> where I had Parvati and Kim. Are you kidding me? Oh, man, I feel bad for all of these past uggo chuds, according to Joel, in these last few no, seasons. No, we've had some cuties for sure, but, like, big-time Survivor crushes? <laughs> I haven't had a, a many in a while. You were squirming in the couch all night. Watch. That, that was because of all the worms in your couch. <laughs> I was getting hungry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I ate some gummy lifesavers. But I I do think that also a possible pop is uh, Jamie for pop of the week. That would be my runner up. She just had one segment. You um, could say the same thing about Kane and his fucking D and D shit. Yeah, but Jamie eating the worms, finding the fake idol, doing all the plant mom stuff. She is just such a zany character, and I didn't predict that. Like she's exceeding expectations tenfold. I think from what I saw preseason. Yes. Yes. So I for that She's reason fun. I want to put her runner up. Um but who's your predictions to go home next week? Hmm. Josh. Whoa, you think that uh they lose twice in a row? Yeah, I don't know. Just usually when I predict in the in the preseason it's just I'm just going with who who went to tribal last. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't know. I, f- I feel like the next time on, even though it was just quick cuts, was Green Tribe heavy? Soka tri- heavy? Yeah. So I don't know. I think it's uh, bye-bye, Sarah. Sarah Wade there's, from the Purple. I don't think there's any other Sarah, is there? Okay. No, no, I'm just trying. Tra- okay, sure. <laughs> I can see that. But I also think that, hmm, I think she can maneuver Carson uh, convincing Carolyn to vote Jam Jam. Well, I think I just feel like if they're getting down to three, they're looking at challenge wise. Sarah could be is could be good in challenges. I don't believe it. Okay, and I think Sarah's going home because it has to be a woman because that's the rule of the season. Yeah, yeah. Be nice to see a guy go home next week. A Josh, a Carson, or Jam Jam. A Danny, a Matt Blankenship. Watch your mouth about Jam Jam. I just think if that tribe's going to tribal council, it's Jam Jam going home. Whoa, I hope they don't go to tribal council then. Yeah, me too. Because the most boring person... I said that last week too. They're an entertaining tribe. Yeah, they just have one person that's slightly more boring than everybody else. Who's that? Sarah. Sarah. Um... Yeah, she definitely has just like the young woman archetype, I guess. But sh- we saw a lot of her this week, which makes me think that we might see be seeing more of her. Well, we'll see what happens uh, next week. Um, let us know what your thoughts were. Mm-hmm. Who me, do you think's going home next week? Let me look at the Instagram. I forgot to make a post last last week. Sorry. Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, no, there is no method of commenting on our fucking. Oh my god, my. Fucking shiz. 
blowing up here. Let me see. Um, no, that's not Merge Boot. Have you noticed the couple of times I've uh, posted about Merge Boot episodes on the Long Weekend Comedy page? <laughs> yeah, I have noticed that. Um, oh, yeah, that's something I could plug. Everybody who's in Toronto, I have a weekly show um, that you can uh, go to on Mondays. Yeah. And I want to plug uh, this weekend. Uh, long weekend comedy. Sorry. Uh, Sunday at 2.15 p.m. at Toronto Comic Con with comedy legend Sean Cullen and from Peacemaker and the Suicide Squad, Steve Agee on my other podcast, Spooked, live there. And if you go there, you can also meet Erica Kasupanan is going to be there, Survivor winner, as yes. well as some of the contestants of Canada's Drag Race, so lots of reality show magic, as well as uh, um, the rest. All the rest. Yeah. Well, um, uh, yes, and uh, my album taping, April 22nd. Yeah. All right. Well, everyone, thanks for listening. I didn't see any things. I mean, you know what you can you can do? You can comment on the fucking Instagram post when I do it. Oh, and next, next week, if um, things go like we discussed... I won't be on the on the actual Wednesday coverage. Don't say it so sad like you're dying. No, I'm not. I mean, I just I don't want to postpone. We have guest book and I can't make it cuz I'm on shows and I'm trying not to say no to shows right now because I'm preparing for my album taping. Mm-hmm. So, we already have two guests booked for that. So, you're going to just host a round table yeah. with those two. And then I'm going to record my own mini mini sode. Yeah. That'll be on the feed. So if you want to, um, which I really want to hear, Joel just talking to himself mm-hmm. for hopefully an hour. <laughs> I, I, I originally <laughs> said it was going to be 15 minutes, but if you want it to be an hour, Cody. I w- want to see you dive into insanity, and I'm really looking forward to it. So see you next week everybody see you next week uh, have a good night and thanks for listening and remember to rate review subscribe and follow us on social media this podcast has been brought to you by the sonar network sonar